Jcast Network. I'm your host, Armand Herman. We had the opportunity to speak to Gavin and Jody Samuels about special needs and Jewish education. Let's take a closer look. The Jewish community is struggling to figure out the best way to um, open their, their arms to children with uh, special needs. Talk a little bit about some of the challenges that you face uh, in dealing specifically with uh, day schools. I think there's various challenges. I think the biggest challenge that we face in our community is open-heartedness and open-mindedness. Yes, the fallback statement's always the schools don't have the resources, but I think if you look at that in relative terms and you look at it relative to other countries where the law basically doesn't let Jewish day schools out of accepting special needs children, then they take the children and resources are not the issue when you're forced to by law. So I think the challenge here is by not having, by Jewish day schools not being forced to take special needs children because they can be exempt if they don't take federal funding, then they have a loophole not to take responsibility. I also think that there's so many different types of special needs and there's no one solution fits all. And I think a lot of people are looking for like a solution. Just on 97th Street between Central Park and Columbus, one little microcosm of the modern Orthodox Jewish community, there's six families with special needs children ranging from Down syndrome, autism, cerebral palsy, blind. And clearly like one solution is not going to be for everyone. And I think that the community almost feels overwhelmed by these challenges. What, ha what have you seen, um, you know, principals react when you, when you go to schools and, you, and you're basically educating them about special needs? Um, how do they react uh, to, to trying to understand how to, how to bring in like inclusion into the school? Well, I think that uh, <clears throat> there's a terrible lack of understanding of what inclusion is. Uh, among some schools and other schools have some understanding of what it is but what uh, is most important is their willingness to try and work with the concept of inclusion. We've met with many schools, not necessarily in New York, but in various cities around North America, Los Angeles, Montreal, Miami, where principals have successfully done inclusion. It's a process that can be learnt and, and uh, implemented and the response has varied here from a complete lack of willingness to even consider the possibility to um, other schools that are willing to consider and try and that's essentially all we we've ever been interested in the possibility of trying to uh, approach a, a situation of inclusion and you know you are incredible parents in the way that you obviously are trying everything in the world to educate the community, but also for your own daughter. Uh, talk a little bit about your, your personal story. So when our daughter, who has Down syndrome, was two years old, we applied to the community Jewish day school where her siblings attended, and all we wanted was an opportunity for her to have the same kind of education as her siblings. And for us, we are both Balei Tshuva, which means we both are new to Judaism, we didn't grow up with this. And one of the things that was so important to us was to always be able to give our children a Jewish education. Ironically, we had lived in Australia 
and we always thought that New York would be so much of a better place for Jewish education for our children that we came here. In Australia, by law, children cannot be excluded from Jewish day schools and we would not be facing this issue. When we went to approach the school here, we were not even given the opportunity to have our child assessed, interviewed. The answer was no. The answer was no based on her diagnosis, which to me is discrimination, even if the law, you know, even if they can get around it because there's a loophole in the law that doesn't make it not discrimination. We live in New York in the year 2000, you know, at the time it was year 2010, in one of the most liberal democratic cities in the world and a city that has one of the most advanced inclusion programs in the city schools that's actually leading the way for the whole of America to follow the New York City inclusion programs in the schools. Yet in the Jewish community, we were shut out. We were in the dark ages. There wasn't a willingness to engage. There wasn't a willingness to try. In fact, we were told the answer is no and nothing we say or do will change our mind. The answer will continue to be no. And we had the door slammed in our face. Unfortunately, we tried other schools, varied responses. Some did engage us. Some never even returned our calls. And finally, after two years of campaigning and trying to bring this issue to the community agenda and making sure that people understood that this just isn't about Kaylee Samuels in one school. This is about all the special needs children needing options. All the children who go to Chabad till age five because Chabad's willing to open their arms and take in our children have no option after age five. And after two years of campaigning, we finally found a solution with SAI and Riverdale. And while I'm very grateful to SAR, and I think it's an amazing school, and I think Kelly will have wonderful opportunities, it still saddens me that I live in the wealthiest, most densely populated Jewish community in the world, and I have to ship my kid out to another borough because none of the Jewish day schools in my own community, in her radius, would accommodate her, and most special needs parents would empathize with the fact that one of the most important reasons for inclusion is for social reasons. And when your child's schoolmates are in a different neighborhood, it just adds another level of barrier. And if I lived in the middle of nowhere where there was no Jewish day school, okay, so I have to schlep my kid. But it really breaks my heart that in my community, there's no option. And there's no option across the board. There's no option for kids of different religious levels. There's no option for kids with different special needs. And even though we have a solution for Kaylee, there's still really no option for the vast majority of kids with special needs. What some advice would you give to parents um, who are trying to deal with the same issues that you're dealing with right now? You know, they, they want to send their kids to, to yeshiva, they want to send them to day schools. What, what, what steps can they do to, to seek out help? You know, when you give birth to a special needs child, I always joke with Jody that they should brand activist on your forehead because that's exactly what you become. And there's, there's two forms of activism. One is to make sure that you're able to find the best solutions for your, for your own child. And the second aspect is impacting the world and changing the environment to make sure that the path forward uh, for your child is as smooth as possible. So I think there, there's two components. The one is to be absolutely dedicated to finding the best solution uh, for your child. It doesn't mean that in every situation that's going to be inclusion. But uh, once you've consulted with, the, consulted with the experts and you know what's, what's best for your child's own particular situation and education and socialization and normalization, you have to uh, do whatever it takes to make that happen. Part of that is working on your own individual situation and part of it is banding together a special needs 
parents, uh, parents of special needs children, engaging the community and saying this is not an individual issue, this is a community issue. We are judged as a community by how we accommodate those uh, the, the special children uh, amongst us. And we need to come together and decide as a community what it is that we can do uh, for these children and embrace uh, what it is to be Jewish in a Jewish community and do what's best uh, for those children that need the most help. What's your vision? I mean, obviously you've been in the, the, the inner circles of this type of thing in, in, the, in the Jewish day school realm. What, what do you see happening in the next two to five years? I hope what I envision would happen in two to five years, but I believe part of this process is somewhat evolutionary rather than revolutionary. Um, there is a model in Boston with the Gateway school system where all the schools belong to Gateways and all the parents, when you have a special needs child, instead of going from one school to another and begging and losing your dignity, the schools agree to be, the, sorry, the parents agree to have their children assessed by gateways, they have independent assessments, and then gateways make a decision based on the family where they live, their hashkafa, their religious level, and various resources of the different schools where best to place your child. In turn, because all the schools are party to this and they all accept the special needs children, you don't have a situation where just one child and one school is going to be inundated with all the special needs children. Um, in addition, the parents also agree to have their children assessed each year. So it takes off the pressure from the schools that, like, what if the child is okay in age two, but by age six they're no longer mainstreamable? And the goal of Gateways is to make sure every single child has an opportunity for Jewish education and inclusion. And this is a model that they're trying to spread to other communities, and I think it's the only viable model. There's so many different types of special needs, so many different issues that families have, that the best way to meet this is to bring each child into different schools, and each child has different needs. One child might be in a school for three hours a day in a mainstream, and another might be for half an hour, and another child the whole day. But I think fundamentally and overriding, the goal of that type of organization, and this is what my dream and my wish is, that every Jewish child has the right to Jewish education and inclusion. And if that's the starting value, then you'll work to make the obstacles possible. You'll work through the obstacles. You'll make sure that every kid, even if it's only in an after-school program or synagogue program or something, every child will have their needs addressed. But right now, our community basically just says, sorry, we don't have the resources and we're not looking for solutions. We're just looking for ways out of the situation. Are there any foundations that are looking at this issue in the Jewish community? Um, and do you get a sense that the, uh, the federation system and the foundation world really understand uh, the need? I think there's been great strides in the last couple of years. In fact, the Jewish Funders Network have now actually formed a special group just for special needs funding, bringing together all the funders who fund special needs projects to forums, to conferences, to try and address these challenges. And of course, like anything, just in special needs, it's not just in education. There's so many issues that are on the table. But I do believe the community realizes there's a crisis, and I believe that they're trying to address it. The question is if there's enough urgency. 
And I think that some of the urgency needs to be driven by the special needs parents themselves. I think that the federations and that, everybody has it on their agenda, but I don't know if it's the most pressing issue on their agendas. And I think as special needs parents, we can keep this on the community agenda. We can keep pushing it. Change doesn't happen until people really and truly demand it. But I am optimistic that certain things that have been taking place in the community from a funding side are showing that at least some of the leadership is looking towards change. And I think that the Ruderman Foundation, Jay Ruderman and the Ruderman Foundation, who's behind the Gateways Project, is probably leading this need for the leading change, leading inclusion in the Jewish day schools. And I think that foundation could be a great model for other organizations to look at. As you can see, day schools and yeshivas need to take a closer look at how they can help families with children with disabilities. It is through inclusion that we can create a stronger and more viable Jewish community. This is Aaron Herman, and thank you for watching.